Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Theory. It is 
37. This is your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station, broadcasting Gina's Groove Theory here in Long Beach, California. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you for being there for all my steadfast support love to you. Today is December 17, 2012. Monumental for me today, especially since three years ago, I was in a whole different mindset. So we're going to be blessed and impressed with that. And I'm going to let you guys in on what the show is all about tonight. Like I say, I'm glad that you guys are here. I'm going to go ahead and give my doubt to God up first and foremost, who makes everything possible for me. And he is the provider of my life. I'm going to go on and give him some doubt. As opposed to now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to touch with, just for, just for uh, let's say, for a, a good friend of mine, since we all need a little bit of inspiration to support and, and love, you know, some, you know, you have to be able to trust in what you can't see, you know, nowadays. Not really what you see, it's what you don't see. So we have to be faithful to believe. So here you, here you guys go. Faithful to believe. Much love. She grew
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. Tonight is actually, it is December 17, 2012. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. This is your Gina's Groove Theory, your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. It is now 11.45 in the p.m. Much love to all of you guys out there. That was faithful to believe. We've got to give up some praise. And, and you know, it's been a, quite a very exciting and encouraging few weeks and uh, so many changes and life has made things so, I mean, you know, I've had some revolutionary changes, some evolutionary changes in my life and spiritually. And, uh, you know, as far as, that's why a few days, let's say, it's been about five days since I've been show, actually since the 12th. So, yeah, five days, actually. Yes, I can know how many days. I've been doing much PR and also battling, you know, battling we are in, you know, as shows that we did have, we had to have two shows on spiritual war- warfare. And basically, that's what we're all going through. Everybody is, is in a battle. And, you know, this battle is real in this world. That's why we have this radio station, so that we can bring each other together and love each other. And, you know, get some unity amongst community. You know, it's all about the people. People first and foremost. As, you know, I was running a little late tonight because I was uh, coming from L.A., uh, going out there to check out my girl out there. I might be going ahead and giving her a call, bringing her out here to talk tonight, you know, and sharing it. You know, like I say, you know, if there's, uh, if, you know, well, my, my brother, the bishop, always says, and I must touch him as well, he says, you tell 25 of your friends, they tell 25 of their friends, and they tell 25, and so on and so on. You know, kind of like the shampoo commercial. Yeah, and then that that's how we grow. And then we can expand to other communities and make a difference. Much love out there to Alex Munoz out there in Berlin, doing some filming out there. We're going to be doing some work. I'm so grateful, and I'm so grateful and appreciative of today. I'm going to share all that with you guys tonight, let you guys with, let you guys know what the new agenda is going to be for the show and how we're going to critique it, that everybody, including my guests as well as my audience, are all on right schedule. You know, a lot of my guests that come out here, they have busy schedules. And I know some of you guys out there, my listeners and audience and fans and people who support me, I know you guys got busy schedules too. So I want to work something out where both everybody comes together so that everybody can be a unit together as one. Like I said, I'm going to go ahead and touch on with the time, go ahead and represent for the people at home, giving up much love and praise to everybody. Like like my friend said, after we prayed last night on the beach, it ain't over. It ain't over today. It is now 11.47 in the p.m. This is December 17, 2012. Gina's Groove Theory, your KXRW community, your community connection, internet radio station. Much love to all of you guys. So here you go. This is It Ain't Over.
Feels like you're down for the last count. It ain't over. Feels like you cried your last tear. Not over. Not over. Not over. Not over. God has the final say. God has the final say. God has the final say. That said you wouldn't make it, but God has the final say. That said you won't be nothing, but God has the final say. That said you ain't going nowhere. You ain't about nothing, but God has the final say. Hi, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 11.55 in the p.m. This is your KXRW, your internet connection, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting out of Long Beach. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Today is December 17, 2012. I'd like to welcome you guys for being here. Thank you very much. Uh, that was It Ain't Over. It is never over. It is never over. So you have to kind of like keep hope alive and keep things going on. Uh, you know what? Pretty much when I downloaded the new music out there, you know, uh, I, it was very special to me to go ahead and put something out there that was more so inspirational. You know, play a lot of different different styles of music, and and hey, you know, sometimes it's a little hardcore, but it always touches, you know, what we talk about. It's always about our topic. It's always topic, you know, uh, uh, minded, you know. And uh, with that, you know, I, I must say, uh, we keep it. We keep it. I said, the show has changed. I've changed. Spiritually, I am awakened, and uh, my life is changing, and uh, I'm willing to share everything that I have. I've given it up to the man upstairs because, you know, there's a direction that we all must go in. And uh, talking to a friend yesterday and in prayer, and, and uh, you know, this way that I need to go is like people always say, you know, you got a calling, you know, you, you know, you know, it's that time, and you know, I fought a lot of, you know, a lot of battles, and you know, fought a lot of battles simply because, you know, hey, I always, I always feel like this. I'm gonna give it, if I'm gonna give it anything, gotta give it 150 percent. So with that, you know, I'm very conscious of the things that I do and how I bring it. You know, and of course, there are always gonna be weapons that form against you out there. And so I've been battling with that spiritual, spiritual warfare, and I can say that I can testify. I don't know, you guys don't know about, you know, what they said about 1212 or, or whatever. You know, all this extra and all this man-made. Uh, man-made uh, disasters and, and so forth, which I feel a lot of things may be man-made today. I mean, as far as the weather is concerned, all of that is just, you know, uh, it's just man-made. And, you know, once you have God up in your heart and, you know, you know you're true to who you are and he, he got your back, that's all you need to worry about. So I'm going to go ahead and touch uh, touch this. Uh, this cut right here is Smoky Normal. It's called Justified. You know, when you're justified and you're invested in God's life and in he's in yours and you can't go wrong. So here you go. It is now eleven fifty seven PM. This is justified by Norval Smokey Norval. Can any man show that with his own 
Yeah! 
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. That is a powerful, powerful song right there. Uh, you got to feel justified. You got to feel bona fide. got to be highly favored and impressed and spiritually prosperous today. And uh, with that, you know, uh, we got to always keep ourselves true to ourselves. That's what's most important. Uh, much love out there to all you guys, all the followers on Twitter. Much love out there to my blog talk host, getting a large following of uh, pastors and uh, religious leaders and and also, too, uh, got with the Department of Mental Health. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a funny thing today. I, I guess with all the things that are going on in the world today, uh, especially with uh, how children are being lost and how, I don't know, we we got to find a way to get to the children. And uh, that's another reason why uh, Mr. Munoz is coming out here. Uh, he's going to bring some positive things out of here. Uh, you know, it's about the children. You know, I posted, uh, he posted a picture. He's uh, currently working in Berlin on a film. He's filming. And he posted a picture of the Berlin uh, Children's Choir. So I shared it on Facebook. You guys uh, who haven't seen it, I'm going to go ahead and share it in between the the uh, uh, breaks so you guys can check it out. But he shared it with me and I shared it with him. You know, we need to pay attention to our surroundings, pay attention to our loved ones, pay attention to our children. You know, we got to look. We got to be able to look into their faces and, and see what it is that they're going through. You know, sometimes it takes a little minute just to turn around and ask them, how are they feeling? How are they doing? You know, where are their mindset? Are What is their mindset today? You know, uh, is it a good day for them today? You know, the young people, they struggle. They struggle today. They struggle in this world. It's really hard for them to, uh, you know, deal with peer pressure and, and you know, just feeling different. You know, I grew up different. I, I grew up different from a lot of different girls and and I was odd and awkward and tall and there's so many different things. And I, I can only imagine that back then, you know, kids are very honest and they can be very cruel in the things that they say. And, you know, uh, the topic of bullying and, you know, there's so many things, you know, and teasing in school. You know, I, I really feel real strong about, you know, bullying and teasing because, you know, I, I was there. And my children, you know, when they started school, you know, I had to deal with it, uh, you know, at, at their private Catholic school, you know, uh, you know, uh, kids taking advantage of uh, younger children, and you know, and making them feel odd. You know, I try to encourage that indifference is okay. It's okay. You don't have to look like everybody else. You ain't got to be like everybody else. You just be yourself. You know, today is what we need to promote in our youth is that you be yourself. You know, be, a, in, be your own individual person. And also, too, you know, understand that you are uniquely and incredibly designed as you are, young people. You know, and also we're here. You know, we're here. I encourage everybody, you know, just like my aunt, uh, I have a cousin, you know, and um, my auntie, you know, she said she mentioned about your illness in our family. And she's like, yeah, it, it's there. And now I open myself up for it because I have a cousin who's suffering from it. And like I say, you know, I, I give you guys information and resources on where to get, get with it. A lot of people don't want to even admit it. And you guys know, you guys know my story. I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit it to myself. I didn't want to admit it to anybody else either. It's it's a it's it's a, it can be quite embarrassing, but we have to get past you know we have to get past that. Right now we're dealing with it. We're dealing with it, you know, with the old folk all the way down to the young folk. We're dealing with it. We're dealing with these issues of, uh, you know, them feeling different or them feeling neglected or them feeling singled out. You know, um, I see a lot of elderly people around here, around the city, walking around uh, by themselves, pushing the baskets. They're out there making it. And I see a lot of. Uh, Folks out there that makes a lot of excuses to why they can't do something or why they won't. And I see them out there hustling and grinding. My heart goes out to them, and I can only think about my, my loved ones who have went away and passed away. 
You know, I can only think like, wow, you know, I wish I would have had the opportunity to uh, be able to be there for them during this time. But, uh, you know, I guess God had a better place for them. He called them home. And with that, you know, of course, we'll all see them again. And, and and with that, it's like, wow, you know, how fortunate it is that we, we're living today and that we can sit down and talk about things and that we have a voice to be able to share with other people. You know, um, how strong is unity among people? How strong is unity amongst the community? You know, these are questions that we need to know. Um, some of some of the things that uh, the young people endure, you know, they 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 don't have, they don't have an outlet. You know, I can remember when I didn't have an outlet. You know, when I you know when I needed, you know, I needed me and my children. They needed help, and you know, there was, you know, and, and young people they're going through a lot too. I mean, it's just not just peer pressure, and it's not just, you know, I mean, sometimes they just feel. You know, if they're being picked on, there's all kinds of reasons why young children, you know, they leech out, you know, lurch out at other children and they hurt other children and cause so much pain. You know, today we need to acknowledge that, you know, we're all suffering. You know, we need to pay attention to each other, pay attention to our children, take a little time out. You know, you got to understand if you got time enough to, you know, take a day off just to go and get your hair done or whatever the case may be or, you know, take out that time and spend it with your children. You know, show up your families. Because these kind of tragedies, you know, how many how many more children do we have to lose to, you know, a misunderstanding and miscommunication and unawareness and miseducation? How many more do you have to lose because you know, everybody wants to sweep it under the rug? I've listened to a lot of uh, church people who are coming out saying church religious leaders were saying that as far as mental health, you know, you know, it was a kind of like a taboo. It was, up under the table was, you know, nobody, they felt that they didn't have to deal with it. And I, I really implore the fact that they are coming out being honest and they're reaching out. And as well, so funny, it's like God has me right in this place right here today for a special reason. Because just as I received, you know, many calls from, you know, the religious leaders, I also, you know, got an opportunity to sit down with the Department of Mental Health. And, you know, they're reaching out to each other. So I say, you know, there's these two people, these two giants, you know, you got the Department of Mental Health, and then you have, you know, all the clergymen and the people who are representing, you know, from the spiritual side of, you know, worshiping, you know, the man upstairs. You know, you have to look at it like you say, well, wow, that's uh, that's incredible. You know, these were two that never did meet back, back in the day. You know, no one really cared too much about, you know, uh, mental health. Uh, the church, religious leaders and church, uh, church uh, folk, they didn't... Uh, they didn't represent for they felt, you know, that it was, you know, maybe just like I said about the biases and the stereotypes and the mental ways that we can have as people, you know, you never know. You could be on that flip side. And me being in the city hall on several occasions representing for the Department of Mental Health, I can really attest to and testify that I used to be on that other side, the other opposing side that, you know, had no understanding and I would say, well, I, I don't want this around my neighborhood. I don't want you to, you know what, it's not going to go away. You know, it's not going to go away. Mental health, mental illness is not going to just disappear. It's not going to disappear. And I guess like the, the, the leaders, they realize hey, it's not going to disappear. It's just getting worse. You know, the more and more that we tend to try to hide what is going on, the more and more, you know, we are at stake of, you know, many lives being lost and, you know, just, you know, knowledge being, you know, just uh, not given and not provided. So many different things. You know, I had to learn about it myself, and that's because, you guys know I went through it. You know, I, I was there. You know, there's all kinds of emotions that you're going to deal with, you know, and I can only just think about what a young person would think. 
know, you have, you have teenage suicide. You have you have a lot of things going on out there, and you know they're just not feeling whole. So we got to come with some type of a conclusion, and uh, to this and uh, represent for them. You know, um, speaking on the the whole idea of uh, actually miseducation. Uh, I do have a cut by Lauren Hill, and it's also her miseducation. Uh, a CD, um, and we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and play that. Um, I want you guys to check it out. It's called Everything is Everything, and it, it actually is my last song that I put in the uh, studio. Check it out. It, it would represent this uh, tone, the tone of everybody's mood today. You know, I've been doing a lot of looking, a lot of researching, and, you know, and then I'm seeing, you know, people, you know, everybody's sad, and, and then it's like, you know, also, too, we have to represent that there's it's all kind of atrocities going all over this whole world. Hey, you know, man, can we just get it together, you know? Can we just get it together and can we just work together? There's something that can be done. I did, idealistically, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, you know, I'm idealistic. And when the question was like, who are you? And we posing, who am I? You know, I may be idealistic, you know, but I'm a survivor. I'm a fighter. You know, I'm not here to just pay back. I'm here to pay it forward. I think our generation is led by people who, you know, have kept things under the closet, and, you know, kept a secret, and, you know, they just do what it is that you can see them do. You know, people need to start uh, trusting and believing the things that you can't see more than what you can see. And then also, too, you know, take, you know, I take responsibility and accountability for whatever I've done in my life that was not of, you know, good needs as far as the man upstairs. But then today, also, too, I take responsibility and accountability for the way I behave, and the way that I judged and my ignorance to what, you know, panic attacks were, you know, any form of whatever I didn't trust and believe in. I take accountability. That's why I share these things with you guys because, you know, when, you, when you've when you been on both sides of the track, you have no other choice but to say, wow, that is, that is, wow, how ignorant of me to not even give the opportunity for any, you know, the two people who told me about their issue with panic attacks, you know, know how it made of me to just say, well, you know, uh, they just don't want to work. You know, we need to end all the stigmas and, um, you know, all the labeling. You know, people are people. We all are people and we're sharing in this world together. And if I say it twice, if I say it once, I say it twice, you know, if I live in the same block where you are and we have children that go to school, it doesn't matter if you're paying 2000 and I'm paying 5000 doesn't matter. We're all in this community together. You know, our children will go to school together. Do I want my child to kill your child or your child to kill my my child simply because of ignorance, or just because unfamiliar, you know, uh, unfamiliar territory or, you know, like I said, you know, uniqueness is very special, you know. And we have to let the young people know, you know, it's not about, you know, being uh, slim, trim and, uh, you know, uh, skinny models, and you know, we 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 have it as well as weight gain. We have an epidemic of, you know, people you know overeating, and we have a lot of things. And young people have to deal with these issues. And you know, if we don't get in there and do some prevent preventative measures, and I'm not talking about handing out condoms, people. I'm talking about you know saving their lives, saving the lives of others, because you know some yes, some people who say well. They don't want to go alone, and they, these are the people that do this large mass uh, mass uh, murders of people. And you know, you never really can, 
you know, uh, understand what that person could have been thinking or, you know, but one thing you can know is that it leaves uh, it leaves a lot of hurt and pain, and, you know, broken families, broken communities, and you know, a lot of people crying today. So with that, we're going to acknowledge them as well. You know, much love to everybody in Connecticut. Much love to all of you guys out there. You know, um, this is Jenna's Groove Theory. It's 12.15 a.m. This is December 7th. I'm broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW. Gina's Groove Theory, your community connection internet radio station. Thank you. Much love to all of you guys. Like I said, this education is why I'm here, because people need to be informed that they have been misinformed as to what is really going on. So you guys bring it. Bring it. I always accept and love your honesty and your opinion as long as we're all respectful of each other. That's how we're going to get somewhere. So here you go. This is Lauren Hill off of her Miss Education CD. This is called Everything is Everything. I play this for the young people out there who probably are, you know, still in pain for their friends who are lost, you know, be so young and must be hard, but we can do something about it. We need to put an end to it today. Much love. This is uh, Gina's Groove Theory. Here you go. Lauren Hill, Miss Education People. Then came down for a little conversation. 
civilization Adjacent to the kings, there's no human being Roll with cherubims to Nassau Coliseum Now hear this mixture, where hip-hop meets scripture Develop a negative into a positive pick Now everything Sometimes it seems, sometimes it seems, we'll touch that dream, we'll touch that dream, slow and not at all, and the ones on top, won't make it die, so convinced they might fall, let's love ourselves and we can't fail, to make a better situation, Everybody, you're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 12:21 in the a.m., December 17, 2012. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, and this is Gina's Groove Theory. That was everything is everything off of the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Much love out there to all the children in Connecticut who have lost their friends. Everything is everything. Just to touch you guys off, here it is. This is Ludacris, Freedom of Preach, you guys. Freedom of Preach. Check it on the Groove Theory. Can the church say amen? Amen, Ray. We're going to do another offering right now. We're going to do another one in 15 minutes. And we're going to do one more right after that. Yes. Women, you're looking so very beautiful in here today. Some of you with the same thing on from the club last night. The Lord give up and the Lord take up away. Oh, Lord Jesus, I wish you take up away. Sister Mary's wig. Oh, you disrespecting the house of God with that thing. It don't even look real. Oh, it's testimony time. Oh, who is that? Young Chris Bridges. Boy, I'm glad you finally grew into the meal. Go on and testify. Lord, please forgive me for the mistakes I've made. And thanks for keeping my mama safe when she wrecked my Escalade. 
I could replace a Cadillac, but I can't replace my mama. I'm sorry for the hip-hop beats. We sorry for the drama. But you gotta understand, us rappers ain't never had nothing. And one's loss is another's gain, so we gotta grab something. Lord, got so many questions I need to answer to. And sorry for the things I put my baby's mama to. I feel that women are really the strongest human beings, but why do you make them so emotional? And other minor things, I guess it's your way of saying we gotta love them and gotta praise them, cause without them we'd be nothing. Plus our kids, they gotta raise them while we out and about and seeing what life has to offer. But if you offer a new life, then what we need is better fathers. Either I'm smarter cause of my daughter or I'm just too dense. I'm 28 years old, it just now started making sense And I've been searching so long I was lost in the clouds I'm trying to stay strong And make you proud It took me some time But now I see Now I see that he Time a fan said I was being rude. I'm only human, I'm not always in the best of moods. But thanks for giving the gift of rap to write my feelings down. And sorry for cursing sometimes, but feelings make me shout them out. Forgive the people that want to blame everything on rap music. If they didn't live it, they can't relate or even adapt to it. Forgive those who don't think I'm great and want to see me go. Forgive Oprah for editing most of my comments off a show. Don't get me wrong, I know some people got an image to hold. But those who criticize the youth might just be getting too old. We still traveling through life, finding what's right or wrong. I know some folks may not agree or even like this song. But I'm just speaking my truth, because I heard it set you free. And my conversations with God, even though he speaks through me, I'm smarter because of my daughter, and I'm not too dense. I'm 28 years old, it just now started making sense, and I've been searching so long, I've been searching so long, I was lost in the clouds, I admit that I've been lost in the I'm clouds, I've been trying to stay strong, I've been trying to stay strong, man, you, you know I'm gonna make you proud, it took me some time, I know life is full of contradictions, I'm trying to become a better man, praying for redemption, each and every day, hallelujah, Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest in the house tonight. Came with some words of encouragement.
Where you were born, in the projects, in the ghettos, in the upper downtown, wherever it was. The people around you, the things around you, caused you to do strange things because you were seeking to learn, but what you learned was on the streets and not in the book. God called you a prophet. When you open up your mouth, everything of God comes out and it commands attention. It commands change. I'm talking about the power that's inside of you. And in the midst, when you're starting to understand that I caught the wrong message, and now it's time, I'm hearing from God. What amazing experience as you hear from God. It said, it's therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Somebody needs to hear that. And behold, everything becomes new. And when everything becomes new in you, it's time to stop the killing. I said it's time to stop the stealing. It's time to stop disrespecting our women. It's time for us to come home and raise our children. It's time for us to really mold our communities. It's time for us not to get hooked up in religion, but to get hooked up in relationships with God. And the amazing thing about it is wherever you find yourself right now, you can confess and you can tell God, I'm sorry. I had the wrong cue. I was doing the wrong thing. I was going after things that I thought were right, but it wasn't right. And now that I'm getting it right, I'm asking you to forgive me. And I may have done the things that they said I did, but I'm not who they say I am. I am who you made me to be. And I'm changing in that. And it takes a few moments, but every time I fall down, I'll get right back up, and every time I make a wrong turn, I'll get myself back in line, because I recognize I have been called for such a time as this, you can't resist the change, and you're not condemned by your yesterday, if you can grab hold of your now, and move in your destiny, move, change, and be now. You're back with uh, Genus Groove Theory. It is now 12.28 in the a.m. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting out of Long Beach. This is Genus Groove Theory. That actually was ludicrous with the, the now-defamed Bishop Eddie Long uh, saying the word, you know, freedom of preach. Kind of gets you going, kind of gets you in the, in the groove of things. I'd like to welcome you guys for coming out tonight. I know I haven't been out there as much in the past five days. I've been in a spiritual battle, spiritual warfare. I had to show a couple of shows about it. Actually, two and a half shows. Those are technical difficulties. But um, two and a half shows about the spiritual warfare. And uh, I've been going through it. You know, you got to keep your head up. you got to always stay positive. And, you know, encouragement is what we need to do for each other. And, you know, with all, uh, I guess, I don't watch the news much, but when, you know, news hits, when things uh, of that nature hit, kind of hits home and uh you know uh, a friend out there uh, who's going to be coming into the show um uh, he sent a, a picture of the children of berlin choir and uh he touched on you know how we uh, tend to not remember our children and how they kind of get shifted you know it's kind of sort of like they're little they're little people who uh they have a voice and they have a they have a mind and they have a brain and 
they have a heart and they feel just like we do and uh, you know, I mean, they're very important, and we need to make sure that they understand that, that they are important. They are our future. They are our future leaders. They are our future doctors. They are our future, you know, congressmen. They're, you know, our community leaders. They're community activists like myself, you know. They're, they're our future, so we need to uh, stand fast with that and represent for them and, you know, pay more attention to them. We have to send that love out there to all the kids out there who are suffering. Uh, I, I have this... Uh, Actually, this motivational speaker who I, I kind of check, who I've been doing a lot of soul searching myself, but you know, doing a lot of listening to motivational speakers and you know, taking in, you know, taking what I can out of it, you know, because knowledge is power, and you, any kind of way you get it, you know, my my way is not always the best way, and it's not the only for sure way. It is a way, but it is a way that I can connect with other people and share what they have, and we work together on that. You know, there's nothing, there's there's never a one way street. There's a Two, three, four. There's a thousand ways to get to one place. I see you out there. I got a caller out there, so let's go ahead and say hello and represent to you. They want to say hello. Uh, it is now 12:31 in the a.m. Let's say hello on Gina's Groove Theory. Hold on. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Welcome, Mr. Okay. Dennis Guthier, hi. Hi, this is Cherokee. I'm enjoying your show tonight, it's a great show. Now that I'm retired, I can kind of sit up and listen to your show at night. And uh, I like the part about the, um, you know, the church and stuff getting involved with mental health. I think we'd have been able to do that a long time ago, a lot of this stuff wouldn't be happening that's going on today. And uh, it's a great thing that you're bringing people together on this. And and, uh, I truly appreciate it, you know. I can understand some of the bad points of it, too, because I remember my dad when I came home from Vietnam since they couldn't take me to church and pray my mental illness away. They thought it was the devil. I was possessed by the devil. I remember those times. I remember the things that I went through to try to get help. It took me a long time to get there. But um, the great thing about it is I, I learned uh, I learned my lesson. God was good to me. He got me out there with people. The creators blessed me very well that I got it that I've been able to help as many people that I've been able to the abilities that I have, and I haven't stopped yet. So this is a great new, I think it's a great new adventure that we're coming up on with the clergymen and churches and mental health coming together. I think it's going to help, really help us to solve some of the problems that we're having today. Well, you know what? Actually, um, everybody out there should know who you are. Actually, this is the man of the people, Cherokee, recently retired Cherokee Morrison, who my mentor and uh, best friend out, out here in my struggle with life. And uh, actually, uh, you know, the Good Samaritan and the Lifesaver and all that in my life who uh, got me out here doing this and, uh, you know, taught me how to do it, uh, with, you know, the way I do it. You know, if, if it if it pleases you and it pleases everybody, it pleases God and you, and, you know, I'm doing it the right the right way, then... You know, then I'm blessed and uh, highly impressed with that. Uh, you know, speaking speaking of, uh, you know, it is you, actually, uh, that have let me share in, in that part of your life that I was able to, uh, you know, be fortunate enough to sit in that uh, that award uh, uh, sitting out there in South Bay, which 
you know, you, like I said, you don't know until somebody tells you, but never knew, you know, that uh, they, you know, I, I knew that was the Department of uh, Social Services was there because of Kim's, my niece, you know, going back and forth to court with her. But, uh, I, you know, I didn't know that Department of Mental Health was, you know, located there. And uh, it, it was it was really my pleasure to be there and to, you know, uh, seriously testify, witness that, you know, after speaking to the pastor that called that that Friday prior, uh, and spoke, uh, you know, on the behalf of the churches reaching out to mental health. It was really a nice, you know, kind of thing for you to have me there, so I could hear that mental health wants to outreach to the churches. So it's like, you know, that I mean, hey, if not for you, I would, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. You know, I know God puts things in place, and you know, and plus you're vested with them and everything. You know, I mean, like, hey, you know, I can't give you enough, you know, love and praise. These people out here love you because you know you you taught them how to be. Uh, know how to understand you know how to even work with you know uh just like just like at the last word you know they they you know they mentioned that uh you taught the the workers and the you taught the, you taught the student nurse you taught me you taught outreaches how to approach uh people out there the different i mean i mean and following your footsteps you know it is it, a wonderful thing to be able to uh sense you know you, you have a natural innate ability to be able to feel people and uh so thank you really uh the honor is really all mine uh to have uh, that have had that opportunity and uh been blessed and now you know changed and you know i mean and i'm learning that hey i'm a, I'm a better person today and i'm not judgmental as well so you know represent and uh, let the people know about pretty much uh you know what's your standpoint about it? I mean, you know, you you in between both, you know, and you know we got the you know we got our kids coming home and they're gonna have that issue with uh, not being able to get their disability. They got to prove their their mental their mental illness, and that's just gonna be a, that's a travesty, you know, uh, to our nation and to you know to you guys. They're you know, going home with no legs, no arms, and they're having a hard time, or they're staying with their parents and stuff. It's really gonna be difficult. If you're not beating, if you haven't lost a limb, but You've lost your mind almost. Oh, so, yeah. I can't quit doing what I'm doing. If I do have to do it for free, I'll do it for free. That's what I'll do it before I got the job. So, and I really appreciate you for you keeping me strong. You letting me know that we're doing something that's very worthwhile. Well, I get it from the best. <laughs> Actually, I get it from the best. <laughs> hey, you know I can't even take that praise. You know what I'm saying? Because I get it from the best. You taught me uh, humility and empathy and. You know how to put my feet in other people's shoes, and uh, you know it's it's sad that I don't really get it. Get it. So that those that come along to get it and get successful and move forward—that's a real blessing, man. That, that's what—that's the thing. That's really powerful. So you set your blessing. You deserve it. Well, thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much, uh, uh, Cherokee, for that. Uh, much love to you. I mean, uh, hey, I mean, uh, I think what I have learned is that, you know, I'm not trying to pay people back. I'm just trying to pay it forward. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, I mean, I did, when me and the kids, you know, first endeavored in, on, on our life, you know, struggle, you know, they, I didn't know anything. And uh, thanks to Stephanie out there, God bless her soul, wherever she is, you know, bringing me out here to Long Beach. You know, there's certain cities, and this is what I realized. I was speaking on it today. There's certain cities that, like the city I came from, down the beach towards it. I mean, I, I was I was really shocked to know that the you know the DMH is out, the Department of Mental Health is out there. They do have facility in South Bay, but you know it's it's not like there's not a lot of places where, you know I I, I went to uh, one place that was a, a 
for kids, and it, it was a stipulation, you know, you had to be running, and, you know what I mean, in order to get into those places, you had to be running from domestic violence, your life had to be threatened, I mean, this is this is what I went through, so, you know, I, I mean, I, I had to, I, I experienced it, I lived it, so it's like, you know what, I mean, I, I got to make a way, you know, because, you know, people, life happens to, to us, and when life happens to us, it may, you know, throw us for a loop. I mean, you know, like you guys with all that fault, and like you're talking about those young people coming home. You know, that S, that law, that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't know how to tell people, and this is statewide. This is not just California. I would imagine, no. Well, actually, he was the governor of California, but you, you need to check your state and see what that law is. It's the SB 33 or 83, and it's it's uh, it's putting stipulations that even the military, when they come home, they have to. Now, physical disabilities, I don't think they have to prove, but, you know, for, you know, like, Emotional disabilities they have to prove, and you know, really, well, I mean, I, how do you measure? Listen, I've seen most minutes lost the leg, lost the arm, just staying with the parent because the system is just so messed up. There's just no heart there, there's no real feeling there. I think it's changing though, I'm seeing it change in my timing, so that's a good thing. Think it's a long time coming, Mr. Cherokee? Yes, I do. Been a very long time coming. Well, I should hope that you're going to be in the front, in the forefront, in the front, representing and you know, and uh, you know, helping. Because uh, I think you're a perfect person to be able to uh, outreach to you know the, our leaders out there. Because yeah, I mean you, 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 you lead by you lead by heart. You know, I mean you're ethic, eth- ethically and legally, you know, um, true to it. So you know, I think you'd be a great person to be able to. To bridge that connection with them, and uh, because it also to you, you have the your Native American side, which you you know you celebrate as well as I do. You have your heritage, and you have tradition, you know, and and that's pretty much what the church. Now it's not all about just like freedom of preach. It's not all about you know getting hooked on religion. Right. It's getting hooked right. on relationship with God. Right. Absolutely. And I know you bring it. You bring it to that part. Is there is there anything anything that you uh, I mean, uh, can offer, you know, uh, the show tonight was actually going to be about priorities. You know, we we're going to have the show uh, five days ago, actually. And, uh, you know, priorities about putting your life in check, you know, because I, I had to crawl before I walked. Man, if I had to speaking on it today, I had to crawl before I walked. And, you know, I got lost in the shuffle, too, you know. I mean, you really have to really know, experience it to understand, to reach out to another individual who's struggling. And, uh, you know, also, too, the whole denial thing, and that's, you know, hey, that's the first thing that, you know, hits us. But there is, you know, I, I just want to let people know that there is hope for you to get better. You know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a lifelong thing for everybody. Each case is different. Am I right? That's right. Absolutely. 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 Is, is it more so, what do you say about uh the vets out there that have fought with you alongside you. Um, are, is there, you know, this is a question that I have. Is there is there hope for, for, for them to ever, you know, for some of them to ever off medication like I did? Well, it is for those who um, have someone who can speak on their level, someone who's been where they've been. And that's, you know, one of the great things. And uh, most vets want to talk to a vet today, you know, and, um, I don't know, I think the VA is getting so 
maybe getting swamped, I don't know, but I know I've got a good doctor, I've got a good people out there at the VA that care about me because i got a long record. I mean, they took me out of the VA, put me in jail, back from jail, of course, put me back to the VA, blah, blah, blah. So I think that kind of thing doesn't exist anymore. If someone really needs that help, I think there's a place there for them, and, and they can get that help. You know, some women need to hold, take them by the hand and take them out there and show them the rope. But, uh, yeah, I'm proud to be working along people like Herb, who's out there now. He's he's out there working with the veterans. A couple other people I know out there, and they got the peer group for the veterans. You can be a homeless vet, and you can go in there now. Years ago, that couldn't happen. So I really have hope for society and us as a people. Well, you know, you have a lot of hope, and you give a lot of hope. And, you know, you, you and that. You and that sack lunch, the sack lunch is the key. <laughs> yeah, I must say. The sack lunch with that sandwich, that orange, and that cookie, and that uh, what, what candy, a cook, cookie, potato chips. You are really an awesome person, and you uh, represent for uh, for for that. You're, you're number one when it comes well, that's to that. Too. You. We didn't have, we didn't have, we ran out of sack lunch, we go buy a burger. If we go buy Carl's, you can get them a big burger. They love to have a warm meal, too. Just a sack lunch, because they know the compassion and love we brought. It wasn't just about feeding them, it was about caring about them and letting them know that uh, we're here for you. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Thank you very much, Mr. Morrison, for calling in as well. Um, before, I don't know if you're going to hang out with us or you know you're going to you know hang out and uh, you know just represent and you know I mean. Um, I'm ready to listen up now. I don't talk a whole lot, so I'm ready to listen up now. I'm still listening. <laughs> well, I thank, well, I thank you for your for gracing my show tonight. And uh, any time that you can come in, call in, you know, and and represent and make awareness and uh, uh, give insight and you know and uh, give some real information that is valid, you know. I mean, because you know, you know, you've lived it, you walked it, and uh, any time that you're always welcome to come out here and. Uh, you know, share that love because you know, hey, share it with me, and you know, I'm I'm trying to share it with other people. Thank you very much for coming out. Much love to you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Hey everybody, this is Janice Groove Theory. That actually was my mentor as well, calling in, representing. Uh, tonight's show is supposed to be about priorities. Priorities, how to get our priorities in check. Uh, since, you know, of course, with this tragedy and, of course, mental health being very uh, close to me and, you know, the re- the uh, um, whole experience that I had this past couple of weeks with uh, with my spiritual warfare that I was dealing with and then the outcoming of uh, sitting and uh, getting the call out there from the pastor who said that the churches want to get with mental health finally and admitted, uh, you know, that the church has... Uh, you know, as far as mental health has been concerned, they have swept it swept it under the you know under the table. They didn't want to. They never wanted to you know acknowledge that it existed. They just passed the buck. And and you know, I give much love to that pastor. I can't find him now, but I give much love to him uh, for going ahead and saying that. And then maybe a couple of days later, you know, I go to a award to award ceremony with a charity uh, out in South Bay, and then it's. It was all about Department of Mental Health reaching out to the religious leaders. They want to outreach to them. And I was like, wow, that was so incredible. And it's incredible today for me. It's like, wow, you know, what? what is that? <laughs> you know, like, wow, 
You know, like I said, there's all kinds of incredible things that are happening. You know, the world is shifting. Times is shifting. I am shifting. We're all shifting. And we're all in this together, you know, today as well. So oh, with that, wow, that's that's incredible. I'm, I'm going to take a two and two, and we're going to do a check-in with the time. It is now 12.46 a.m., uh, broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is your KRX, KRX. KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. This is Janice Groove Theory. Much love to you guys. I'm going to go ahead and uh, touch on this. God is a healer as well, so you guys be represented to all you guys. God can heal what it is that you need in your life. You know, it, 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 you can trust and believe what you don't see, whether what you can see, and trust and believe, hey, this is this, that's why I'm here. I'm here for you guys to bring it and keep it. You know, just just give whatever knowledge you have. I'm not a teacher. I'm a student in a classroom full of students, and we're all learning together here on the theory. Much love to you guys. Here is God as a healer. Until 
You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is 12.53 in the a.m. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting out of Long Beach, California. This is Gina from The Theory. Much love to all of you guys out there. Much love as well to my mentor as well as my uh, my guy, uh, my, my teacher, of, uh, teacher of how to have humility and how to uh, distinguish between what it is uh, and what it is physically that we can do that can be of assistance to other people as opposed to what it is in our minds that we feel is what we deem necessary uh, for, you know, for individuals out there living with it and and children living with it as well. You know, um, touching and feeling 
a little bit about, you know, since I don't look at the news, I'm getting bits and pieces, and as that the more and more it grows, you know, um, the show is supposed to be about priorities, but like you guys know me, when it comes down to what's important, you know, yes, yes, we not, we, I will take the time to spread some of the priorities with you because I got some good stuff for you. But uh, when it comes down to talking about, uh, you know, loss of life and, uh, you know, I mean, it, it seems to replay itself over and over. And, and uh, you know, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes people think that it's not, it, it, it wasn't you, you know, but it could be you. Just like I tell people about prior to my life, you know, I was financially driven and, you know, uh, financially uh, prosperous was all I, you know, thought was life was all about, you know. You know, if I have a couple grand in my pocket, I just, I was broken. And, you know, I looked at, I, I was very judgmental and uh, very, I guess you could say, shallow. It's, it's shallow to believe that, uh, you know, it, you could put that much weight on finances and on money. You know, money is what it, you know, what it is. Yes, it does spend, and yes, we do need it to survive in this world, but it's not what it's all, you know, it's not the... I mean, if if you have a lot of money, if you notice a lot of people out there who are rich and famous and they have a lot of money and, you know, you wonder why they just, you know, kill themselves, you know. See, you can have a lot of money and be miserable. Or you can be you can, you can be financially prosperous, but emotionally inside you can be torn to pieces because you're not happy. Or you can be spiritually prosperous, not have any money, and walk around every day with a smile on your face. See, that's what you call God dollars heaven bucks. And much most of you guys up there that see my Facebook, you guys know I'm talking about some God dollars and heaven bucks in the world is your oyster. You need to crack it open. <laughs> this is Jesus Group Theory. This is twelve fifty six in the AM broadcasting out of Long Beach. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, touch you. Uh, actually, God is a healer. We're gonna play, but since it ain't over, and I did have a call come in from out of state from a good friend of mine, and uh, we we like chatting and. And hollering, and he's a, you know he's a, a fighter, and he's a he's in the battle with uh, you know making people aware of uh, what's going on. And much love out there to him too. He, he's online right now. Much love to him too. We, we're gonna have another VA connection out up in Connecticut. That's much love as well. I mean because it all connects. You know you got the you got the babies coming here. You know already struggling with uh, mental issues because of whatever you know the parents or you know whatever the situation Tra- trauma trauma. Is is you know it, it it can go extremely to the right to the left. It doesn't. There's no there's no uh, you can't measure trauma and the pain and scars or emotional scars. You know, like I tell people, uh, I think uh, physical abuse is you know that's bad. You know, I don't I don't agree with any of that. But when it comes down, when you look about verbal and emotional, see all that that's that's what we talk about when we say spiritual welfare. Warfare, that's what I had been on. You know, I've been kind of beat, kind of beat, you know. Five days I haven't been out here, and I've been working on other things, but then also, too, the battle inside you, you know, that that is uh, is overpowering. And uh, so I had to get, I had to really, like, go, I had to go to God, I had to start praying, I had to start reading the Bible, start calling out, I had to give it up. You know, I had to, you know, some people say, you know, I could be idealistic about me, you know, and the community effort that I make. No, there's there's no ideal idealistic ideas that I have. It can be done, and it will be done, and it shall be done. You know, you know, in the man upstairs' name, in God's name, everything that we can do right here together, we can do it together. Uh, take a look back and say the people in your in your surroundings, the people around you who love you and help you and work with you. You know, give them some thanks and praise. You know, thank them. Let them know you acknowledge them. 
and that they're important to you and that their their input is what got you to where you are that that is key too you know you got to you got to understand and i realize this too most people say well i don't need anybody i don't i don't need anyone i can do it you know i used to be like that too but you know what i can say honestly you know my one head don't always you know be correct you know coming from being a perfectionist and to now just you're coming down to grounding myself and getting a foundation you know hey I could do better when I get some input from everybody else. It's a collective effort that makes the difference. You know, it's not one person's uh, idea. You know, I, I knew long ago that there's all kind of there's all kinds of uh, perspectives that one story can represent. You know, I, I learned that in uh, being a supervisor. Well, actually, I was a team leader then, and I would have my 30 minute overlap, and in that 30 minutes, you know, we play games and. You know how you tell you tell one person uh, you know something, and by the time it gets around, it's totally distorted. You know that that's that's kind of that's kind of like what I'm talking about. Things get distorted, get twisted in between the translation. You know, it's like uh, it's like how the Bible was originally written in Hebrew, but uh, who knows? Nobody even speaks it. The bottom line is is it's misinformation. So if we got everybody and everybody is giving what they have. You know, bringing what they, you know, what they possess as expertise and skill, or their knowledge or their life experience, like I do, then you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with it. That means, you know, it's not a religious level. It's not. It's a spiritual. It really, basically, is a spiritual level. You know, when you see these kind of things happen, you say, well, why did why did that happen? A lot of people, after the fact, you know, could talk about, well, he was this. You know, I, I even read where they said, I guess, the young man, you know, he had emotional. Well, of course, you know, our, our our kids are out there struggling. They're in the battle. You have all kinds of peer pressure. You have drugs on the scene. You have you have everything out there for them to have to get into. And then you have them being lost to, you know, senseless crime. And that is, I mean, senseless things, you know, things that we can put it into. Like I say, much love to everybody out there. You guys need to pay attention to your families. Look at look your children's faces. Like I said, I will repost my Facebook post today that it was posted by uh, Alex and Munoz out there in Berlin. I'm going to repost it so you guys can check it out. Pay attention, you know, and uh, take a little time out. A little bit of time you might take to get your nails done. It could be, you know, take a little time to check on your kids at school. I say it once, I say it twice. Involvement. It takes, it does take a village to rule, to run it a whole, the world. It takes villages, villages and villagers. And, you know, that's that's how we're rolling. It is now 101 a.m., and this is Gina's Groove Theory broadcasting out of Long Beach, your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. And hey, I'm Gina. Much love. This is God is a Healer.
and there's a place of rest in peace. And here's the good news. Peace is waiting.
But in the midst of your pain, the healer will give you peace. So thank God for, thank you God, the sanctuary. Thank you for my place of rest and peace. I rest in you now. Hi, this is Gina's crew theory. We're back with Gina. It is one oh two one oh seven in the AM. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. And that was God is a healer. God is a healer. Um it is now it's one oh seven and I'm gonna go ahead and touch you with this since uh I don't think I have uh, played this yet. No. Uh yeah, I have played this but Anyways, we're going to send this out there to uh, all the people in the struggle or trying to find some type of uh, a bonding with uh, some type of spirituality. And uh, with much love, here we go. This is uh, Help Me to Believe, here on Gina's Groove Theory. It's getting harder every day. I'm trying to hold on.
Everybody, this is Gina's Groove Theory. This is one thirteen. It is now one thirteen in the AM. I was kind of expecting for the uh, bishop to give in a call and uh, represent as well tonight. Uh, this is Gina's Groove Theory, your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting out of Long Beach. Uh, was on. You know, I'm kind of in between talking, uh, uh, talking uh, to a good friend who is now, uh, you know, that has moved from the West Coast to the East Coast and. Uh, he, yes, he uh, he's moved uh, back there where they had the uh, tra- tragedy uh, with the uh, the uh, children uh, being uh, with the. It's a it's a turn of events, and uh, you know tonight's show is supposed to be about priorities, uh, and it's like uh, of course you guys know anything, what's more important is what I'm going to bring. And he just made a point as well as um, now I did send a shout out there to all the families of the children, to the children's friends, to. Uh, to just to the whole community, to to, to everybody out there who uh, he's uh, 45 minutes away from where the site where uh, it happened, and uh, I said it must be something to be moved, have, have just moved back back home there, and not even a good uh, maybe three four weeks, and then something like that happens, you know, and it's it's just like well, just so close to home, and and of course you know I have my friend Brian, and they're out here from Connecticut, Brian and 
and his nephew. I mean, I I know their families out there are probably dealing with it as well. So he had suggested that uh you know as opposed that we do a show that I do a show about this. So we're gonna uh, work and network on some things. You guys know him actually. He used to work out here uh, in in Long Beach. He is a as well as a uh, person for the people as well. We're helping people. I mean, people from all different social uh, social. Uh, Issues, uh, you know, he uh, represents. He called in and represented for mental health as well. You know, this is an epidemic uh, that is growing in numbers. It's kind of like what they talk about, as far as you know, people being overweight. You know, this is way far worse because, you know, the, if you notice, the children are getting younger. They're getting younger at you know the crimes that they're doing, and and of course, you know, the justice system. We know is going to treat them as though they're an adult. And that's just another whole topic about it as well. Uh, the, there, there are pre- preventive measures. I, that's why I started this show. I was asked to come do this show, you will, to co-host it, and it brought me here because I want to make people more aware. Uh, aware, you know, my auntie uh, was talking to me about my cousin, and she was talking about, yeah, we have mental, you know, illness. It's, it's very hard to uh, admit, and especially amongst, you know, males. You know, you know, nobody wants to. And I mean, the first thing I said was denial. And and I remember when I was kind of like on my uh, financial, uh, my financial high horse. Say, <laughs> much love to the family out there who probably like, yeah, you know, on that one. But you know, on my high horse, you know, I used to kind of like, you know, when I heard about panic attacks, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I I, I thought it was just a way to get out of work. You know, and I'll blow up. <laughs> At least I do admit it. And so I've had to, you know, to the two family members, I had to say I was sorry after being diagnosed with panic anxiety dysfunction disorder, along with schizoid affective and OCD and PTSD, you name it. And so I had to come to terms with that. That does exist. And, yeah, you know, everybody, you know, that, you know, has these issues are, you know, not just trying to come up with an idea to work out to change or whatever. Because, you know, I worked for my living, you know, and, uh, you know, the work, it was what they'd be into it. So it's like, wow. And then also, too, with the uh, mis- uh, mishandling of, uh, you know, uh, this is another show I'm going to be bringing as well, you know, the, the mishandling of, uh, you know, the people who, you know, you have people out here who are, you know, rightfully, uh, like myself, I must say for myself, you know, this this happened to me. It happened to me because I'm not saying that it wasn't something that from my younger days, but I'm a fighter. When you're a fighter, you know, you can kind of kick that over to the curb. You don't cry about the, you know, smallest little thing. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not, I wasn't a crybaby. But the deal is, you know, I, this wasn't brought on me. It was brought on by a medical worker who was very vocal. I can't even express, you know, how he he pretty much pushed me in the corner of, you know, it, you know, just, uh, you know, starting to have these panic attacks that I, you know, I didn't even know what they were, and, you know, and then when I was finally diagnosed, you know, it was just it was just really something, and I had to come to terms with it. So like I say, it could be you, you know. I mean, some people might think, you know, I thought I had it short up too. When it comes to your financials, you know, you know, I wasn't paying attention. There was a whole lot of things going on, but never would have thought. And like I say to you people out there who, you know, are like that land over there off of uh, Burnett, that you know the the mental health is fighting with the uh, neighborhood and the police and the fire department and everybody over that 1.8 acres that I've represented at city hall about that they don't want, you know there because for a HAP, a HAP, it was already promised, but 
They're saying they don't want crazy, you know, crazy people walking through the neighborhood, they can another property. You know, I used to be that person. I used to be like I rep when I represent I say I used to I used to be on that side of this city hall meeting. But now I'm on that side. And I say that to anybody. It could happen to you. You know, I mean, lose a job. It, you know, not everybody is doing, uh, you know, doing um, drugs. You know, a lot of people, there's a stigma. There's a, a stereotype that, you know, everybody's doing drugs. You know, they did this or that. I used to think when I would see, if I would have saw a mother out there with two teenage children living on the streets, I, before it happened to me, I would have I would looked and be like, oh, she did something. She did something wrong. <laughs> you know, what did she do? You know, or what did they do? You know, I, I, you should never, if ever, ever look at anybody and judge a book by its cover. And never, ever, ever condemn or judge another. Because it will, it can, and it will. And all it takes is for someone on your job to start, you know, breathing down your neck and causing you some issues. And then, whoop, all of a sudden, you crazy. <laughs> kind of, and you don't even know it. And the bottom line is, you can be pushed into it. It could be your boss. People are out there dealing with all kinds of co-workers and employers who are, you know, I mean, pretty much there ain't, there's no unions. I mean, everybody doesn't have a union, so you have anybody backing you. So just think about that. Yeah, I saw you out there. I was getting ready to touch you. I do see you. So can I go ahead? I was just getting ready to call you. So go ahead and touch back in. I know you do want to represent as well. I do see you. We're waiting on the bishop to come on out here and say hello and see what, you know, give it input. We already have one leader on one side of it. Like I say, you got the religious leader, and then you have the community leaders, and then you have the politicians. You know, much love to all of you guys out there in this struggle and this battle for community building. Now I see you. I got you. Let's say hello. It is now 1.20 a.m. This is December, December 18th, you guys. December 18th, we have, what, 17 days to Christmas? No, 17, seven days to Christmas. Seven days to Christmas? Oh, my God. Let's go and say hello. Let's say hi to Bishop. I'm here. Hi. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? You got me, Jenna? Yes, I got you. I got you, Bishop. Okay. Okay. uh, Bishop Brett? Yeah, I left my I left my headphones at home tonight, so I gotta rough it out. Uh, feedback is you don't have a lot of feedback, but anyway, yeah, tell everybody hi. And I was sitting back, I was listening to you. I've been listening to you for I don't know about thirty thirty or so minutes. You there? Well, yeah, I'm right here. Thank you. Yeah, I saw you out there. I was gonna touch you, but then you kind of disappeared. So I just kind of waited for you to come back. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know, the show is supposed to be about priorities, and, uh, you know, I'm in between, uh, you know, talking to my friend who now lives out in the East Coast, in Connecticut, Connecticut actually, and uh, in between, uh, I was going to go ahead and do the last hour, you know, dedicated to priorities, you know, trying to, you know, sharing my knowledge about how you're getting priorities in check, but, you know, when it's something more so important, you know, I'm going to go ahead and represent for what's, what's more important, and, you know, what's close to my heart, mental, mental health, and, you know, that's it's close to me, and it's like uh, the younger the children are getting, and you know, it's like, come on, you know, something that can be done, and you know, you know, I just can't can't even phantom, you know, what they, you know, the young people going through, you know, I mean, they got peer pressure, they got all kinds of things, bullies, and 
see, you know, I went through it, brother. You know, everybody, this is Bishop Brett. This is my brother out of La Harvey. Bishop Brett out of La Harvey. You guys know him from that infamous What Women Should Know <laughs> show where he just blew it up. Hello, Bishop. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm, on the other hand, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here another day, you know. Never, never know when you're time clock runs out. Uh, every day is a blessing. And uh, today I'm blessed because my eyes are open and I'm doing what I normally do. I'm at work right now. I'm going through what am I? I'm going through uh, hmm, North Hollywood. I'm going to take that long roll up north. And, oh, it's a beautiful night. It's raining out here now. Oh, really? Really? It's raining? Oh, oh yeah, it was kind of sprinkling when I came in. I came out of L.A. about um, 11.17. Oh, yeah, I can't take into Long Beach at the time. What did you say? Well, they say they say the, the big part of the storm is coming now. So this is going to be, you know, the worst part of it all. So then we got three more days of it. Oh, you know what, Bishop? Mm. Well, you know... We're like down to this is what I'm gonna do. Just you know, we're down to five minutes before I just go ahead and sign out. But we do get that last hour, or at least another thirty minutes. And I would love for you to go ahead sharing, uh, you know, your knowledge on that. Um, I'll go ahead and you know do the outro. Just stay logged in because you know if you get logged off after this point, you know I can't, you know I can't call you know you know, you know the deal. You you're out here. You yeah, always represent, and I love you to death. Thank you. You know, you're very encouraging to me, and, you know, of course, you're my big brother. So, you know, of course, that much love. I'm going to go ahead and take it out. You just make sure that your phone is charged up and so I don't lose you. And okay. I'll take it out. And then at last, I, I do believe, I started at 1130, so we we'll probably have like another 30 minutes of the show. So with that 30 minutes, I want you to go ahead and, uh, you know, put your knowledge over this whole situation and, uh, you know, give your encouragement like you always do with me. And, uh, you know, uh because you know the whole thing about the church, and I've been talking to you about church and mental health, and how they just all just, uh, just how you say, uh, simultaneously all of a sudden want to get together and work together. And you know, I'd like to know your input on that, and know where you stand on it as well. So I'm gonna go ahead and take it out like I always do, right? And then uh, okay. touch back in with you after the hour. Yeah, after the okay. half hour, actually. Uh, this is Gina's Groove Theory, you guys. Uh, like always, you hold on, Bishop. Uh, like always, you guys. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Say that again. I see you just hold on, Bishop. It's like I pushed the button on you too quick. All right, I'll be back with you two and two. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Gina's Groove Theory. Your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. This is Gina's Groove there. It is now 126. We'll go ahead and take it out as though we're going to be ending the show. I think I will be getting that extra 30 or maybe another hour after that. We'll go ahead and let Bishop share his knowledge with us as well, like he always does. When it's in, you know, you know, it has something to do with me, actually. He's always there. Hey, you know what? I was just thinking, let's. Oh, here we go. No, as opposed to taking it out with uh, I Ask Myself, I'll go ahead and finish with that 30 minutes on I Ask Myself, but I'm going to go ahead and play this. I have not yet to play this. 
This is Genesis Groove Theory. It is now 126 uh, in the a.m. December 18th, a monumental day for me. Well, yesterday was. I'll share that with you, too, as well. Here's Waging War. So, you know, like I said, we're in this what warfare, this warfare, this spiritual warfare, and everybody's talking about it. We'll talk to the bishop about it when we get back to and two. Here it is, Waging Wars.
back with Jenna's groove theory. That was waging war. So you know, trying to get you to get your uh, put your your boots on, get ready for some. You know, we're gonna wage some war around here on all this spiritual warfare. <laughs> this is Jenna's groove theory broadcasting live. Here we go. We're gonna go ahead and touch on this, and this is he is. We'll be back in two and two. So speak to the bishop.
Hi, everybody. We're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now one thirty-seven. We're going to touch back with the bishop and say hello. Hello, bishop. Hey, how are you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I, I'm talking. On, I'm talking on the hand free, so you might get feedback. Yeah, I am getting yeah, a little bit of feedback, but it, it's, 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 yeah. You're getting a little feedback. What's going Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I do kind of got, I got an echo in the back. Okay, oh, well, well, I can't do anything about that. But I'll tell you what I will do. I'll make my phone and then, then I'll put it on mute. Okay. Okay. Okay, let, okay, so where do you want me to start? Regina. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry okay. about that. I was talking to myself. Talking to myself. Now, what, so when I couldn't hear my echo, hold on, let me turn my Because I'm getting feedback. I'm getting feedback from my side. Uh, pretty much what is your input on the whole situation? With, uh, well, what, where do you want to start with the kids that got killed? Well, we can start with what's going on with the world. Lutheran. He started in Catholic, you know, and uh, 
mom and you know everybody else went to you know you know Catholic well Catholic school. Um, being that we know how much we went to church and so forth, you know it was just common. It's common for us to have, go to church three times, you know, actually a week because we had to practice, which would be like well about Tuesday and then. We had, you know, I mean, you know, even then Friday, you know, you had to practice, and, you know, three times, and then um, you know, Sunday, Mama was in you with the, you know, change, and you know, going up there to church on Sunday, so, you know, and that's how, you know, I slipped out, and that's how I slipped off to that store and got the blemish heads. <laughs> Look, we're not gonna talk about that. I didn't about that, but yeah, you know, and uh, so we had a lot of the church going on, and you know, so prayer was just, you know, that was just a normal, you know, normal thing. So when, you know, they took prayer out of school, yes, I did think, I did kind of, I mean, it did run across my mind that, you know, uh, a lot of things have been going on. I, I don't know if prior to uh, that whole thing with taking church out of school, uh, was there any, you know, campus shootings? I believe there was probably some, like, college campus shootings. I'm not, I'm not sure. Somebody has to send me that, check that out for me and see if there was any, you know, what was the violence like on school uh, grounds, you know, prior to that, but... Yeah, I did. I did think it would take a toll, and what they kind of did, they replaced it with the Pledge of Allegiance. And you know, I mean, I don't know if it's whether that you know, I mean, that we be praying to, you know, uh, God who it is that we don't see, or as opposed, we should be praying to the state, you know, United States of America. You know, I do trust and believe that the dollar bill does have in God we trust. So I think you know He more so present in everything else. You know, if if he can, now this is one thing I can say: if in God we trust can be on the back of a dollar bill or dollar bills, or, you know, on 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 the currency, on the change, on the quarters, on all that, I, you know, I don't see why, you know, in God we can't trust and have, you know, in prayer in school. I really don't. I mean, you just made me aware of that it's like now our currency, you know, carries in God we trust. Well, who's God? Is God the same person that you know they said that they you didn't want you guys to pray to in private school? Or, you know, you put that in place with the Pledge of Allegiance, so it's kind of like so we're, we're supposed to pray to the to the state, okay? You know, to our state, the United States of America. I mean, you know, which one really in real life, which one's gonna bail you out? You know, the man upstairs got you, but I don't know why United States, you know, the United States of America having you on a spiritual level. So it's like, it's kind of you replace one thing. You know, it, it, the whole deal was with the the colonization, you know, of the thirteen colonies, and, and you know, when the Queen and what kills it is that. The same people still running the show, anyways. You know they would wanted to separate church and state, but then you got them mixing and you got them shaking hands. You know what I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's. I think there's a lot of misrepresentation of you know things. Of course, you know you have the media. You know you never got to see that DVD, but yes, you know the media distorts things the way they want it to be. And you know who's running this place? The bottom line is, you know, everything is wrong if it's not, uh, you know, if it's not according to you know how they want it to be ran. Yes, I do. I do really seriously think it, that took a toll on our children in, in these schools. You know, I mean, even though we went to all private school, you know, wasn't nothing wrong. We, you know, getting it, you know, going in there and, you know, saying, you know, a prayer. I mean, you pray, you know, you pray at a uh, military or uh, officer's, uh, you know, funeral. You pray. I mean, you pray. I mean, what, what does everybody do? Do they raise the flag? They they pray. I mean, I mean, so what is it? Why was it that they took it out of school? I mean, what? What was wrong with having the kids, you know, just like how mom had my kids only listening to classical jazz. You remember prior to her dying, that's all they knew was jazz, classical jazz. They could never, you, you know how mom was. You know, that was giving them culture. You know, giving them something to come into the school and say, you know what, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, you know, and, and you know, having them have something. I mean, as opposed to having them 
honor these images that they portray on TV, like Pokemon and all that extra, you know, I mean, <laughs> to blow up. I mean, you know, you, you have them honoring, you know, uh, you got Power Rangers and all the extra. You know, I mean, they can glamorize and, you know, you know what I'm saying? They can call the duty around here, you know what I mean? And, oh, they could be fighting a war. And, I mean, and call the duty. I think they even pray on, on the game. So the bottom there a little prayer where, you know, he said before he goes out there to the, you know, to the battle. Bottom line is, you know, why is it that the prayer was taken out of school? And, and I don't I don't necessarily say you have to pray, you know, I mean, at least acknowledging that I'm here. I mean, what is I pledge allegiance? I pledge allegiance to who? You pledge allegiance to the man upstairs because really, you know, like you said, it is what it is. And, you know, um, you can't say one since the church and government have been separate from the the, cal- the 13 colonies and <laughs> separating, you know, from the queen. And then you take you take what's important from the truth. And now they're open, they're open, they're open, just like you see, you have to see, you know, I mean, and then they tell you how to raise it, you know, so where do you go? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear myself. Okay, I'm, I'm back, I'm back. Uh, you want me to finish or are you going to continue? No, 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 that's all I have to say. Okay. Okay, if you look, look at how everything that is put out through our government is a lie. I mean, if you look at, okay, for instance, the, dro- the, the war on drugs, that war has been going on since I was a kid. I was nine years old when they started the war on drugs. I'm almost 50 now. And you think they're ever going to win that war? You know, we can do we can we can send spaceships to the moon, we can go to Mars, we can do everything else, but we can never win the war on drugs. And you know the funniest thing of all, we never hear what happens to the drugs when they're confiscated. What are they doing with those drugs? Now we hear about the guns, the guns get burned up. But we never hear about where's those drugs going? And then, and then another funny thing, why is it that we have more criminals in jail for weed, marijuana, than we do for any other drug? That right there. That right there. Why is it that, they, why is it that the cities and states can make weed legal and, and, and the federal government, our government, can still come and arrest you? after it's already been made legal by the state. Everything is messed up. You know, it don't make no sense in us representing a government that really is trying to control us. In the beginning, the government was supposed to oversee the states. The states are more powerful in the government, the government is working for the states, not not the, not us working for the government. How is it that the government now is overpowering the states? You see, that's why a lot of states right now want to pull away from the government because everything's wrong. It's all backwards. The government works for you and I. We don't we don't we don't we don't submit to the government. The government's supposed to submit to us. We created the government. How is it that if we don't pay our government taxes, we can go to jail with 
a government in which we created. Something's wrong with that. Something's wrong. And nobody wants to talk about it because they're afraid they're going to get assassinated, killed, or they might just come up missing. I really don't care. I, I live a good life, so if I come up missing or killed or whatever, I know where I'm going. So that's why I can speak my mind. I can speak my mind. And I don't care. People need to be aware of what's really going on. You see, when the Twin Towers got hit, how is it that some people walked through the metal detectors, they went to school to learn how to fly airplanes, something which it takes our, our, our pilots two to three years to master. How is it that they took a little crash course for six weeks and they had enough knowledge to fly those planes into a building without instruments? There's something wrong with that. There's something wrong. How is it that that plane went down and the pieces of that plane was spread over four miles? That means that plane was blew up in the air. They shot that plane out the air. How is it that plane that hit the Pentagon had a direct course for the Pentagon and when it hit the Pentagon, they couldn't find wings. They could not find wings on it. It was a missile. You know, our government is just evil. And that's what you're seeing now. And I really believe with all my heart, you want me to go? You want me to keep going, Jenna? Well, uh, well let's take, uh, yeah, yeah, let's check yeah, 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 time. Yeah, we yeah, may have yeah, the show may end show in nine minutes, minutes actually. Um, I'll let you go for the three, and then we'll see. Because you know, when I go on, when I go on thirty, eleven thirty, I don't get like a full extra hour. I get like thirty minutes. So I think, I think that the show will end at two. So yes, I want you to keep in mind. Go ahead, go ahead. I believe with all my heart that that shooting of the kids was another conspiracy. Because they've been trying to take our weapons away from us so that we can't defend ourselves against them. And one way to do that is to start hurting their children. They're going to blame it on the weapons when we know the weapons, guns don't kill people. People kill people. That wasn't the gun that killed the people. It was the guy behind the gun that killed the people. So the first thing our president going to do, he's going to automatically jump in the gear and make some new laws on handgun control. When he can't even pull us out of a budget, nobody can figure out how to pull us out of a budget. But overnight they can come up with rules on guns, huh? Okay. Why is it we can't come up overnight with rules on this country being broke? We're so broke, we're sending millions and billions and billions of dollars to third world countries to support them and their needs, but we can't even support this country. Something's wrong with that. Something's truly wrong with that. And people better wake up because people control this country. Whether the government wants to let you know or not, this is your country. 
This is our country. This is what we are here. We built this country. The government is what we built. We made that anomaly. anomaly. We designed the government. Now the government is running us. There's something wrong with that. So, first of all, we had better get our structure together so that our country can flow right. Our country will never flow right with the government, the Illuminati, all this other craziness, all these Chinese owning our country. I ain't told nothing to no Chinese person. How is it that they own most of our country? I can't even get a student loan. How is it that they can come over here and get a student loan? Something wrong with that. People better wake up. Are they going to find themselves in a third world country? That's all. Well, much love. I have to speak. I'm going to have to speak on this. Um, uh, like I tried to tell you, know, I've been trying to get you to look at this DVD, and I've shared it with so many people. Here, here mute me because I kind of hear your feedback. I've been trying to get you guys to check out this uh, DVD, and it, it pretty much speaks about this. And when it comes to government, when it comes to the government, you know, you know, hey, I, I, I love this country. You know, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But the deal is that that's why I'm here. It's like, okay, you know what? We had we do have to pay. All this stuff is kind of outlandish. And, and the bottom line, this is we are the people who are supposed to be paying them to do this 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 job. That's why I offer to everyone. You know, um, what I did was I put up my first forty because it's like, you know what? You know, yes, it's it's, it's you know we need to take control of our own. I, I say this. I say this. You know, this is what I can't say. Um, Yes, the government has put its, you know, it's, it's yeah, you know, they they do have a lot. See, this, this is a question I want to say. Now, when you speak about, and this is this is well known, you know, of course we know what the percentage of how many uh, inmates are uh, black of color, and uh, it's ninety six percent all over the nationwide. Second place, South Africa. We know this. Uh, we also know that. Uh, the government had did it a few years back. They had a uh, they had a uh, task force to get the guns off the street. And they was burning guns and so forth, and you know uh, trying to get them out of. And and you know now yes I can I can admit to say that was getting guns out of the hands of, you know the folks in the black communities and the poor communities. You know it was getting you know that was all about that because, like I like I told you the DVD, the DVD lets you know, as well as. That twenty twenty eight actually twenty eight states, recent not too long ago recently, were given the right to carry concealed weapons. Twenty eight states. Now let's look at it like this: twenty eight states have been given the uh, the option to carry concealed weapons. Now this is real talk. Twenty eight states. So all these years that they've been taking all the guns, getting the guns, this and that, they've been taking the guns up out of. Hands of yeah, yeah, a lot of criminals, a lot of you know, drug dealers, you know, yeah, the, the element people, but then also too, the majority of them are living in poor, impoverished, you know, neighborhoods, and, and you know, it's, yeah, and, you know, of course. But then why would you give the you know twenty eight states the right to you know to carry concealed weapons? Well, yes, of course. It's plain as the face, the you know, the nose on your face. It is not for us because I mean they wouldn't have taken them from us. You know, majority of, of folks can't even, you know, get a gun <laughs> due to mental whatever, whatever their background is or 
Legal, I mean, because come on, don't everybody got a record just about it? And the folks who don't have a record, they're trying to get you one. Bottom line is, you know, you can't get, you know, a gun. So I, I know I know a lot of people who had to get, you know, had to get hot guns. You know, I mean, you remember back in the day, people had to get it hot. Because, you know, they, I mean, but how do you protect yourself? So that, that was getting hands out of people like that. And also, yes, some of the criminal elements. But when you look at the, uh, you know, Trayvon Martin case, yeah, I can say this too. The government telling you how to raise your kids, you know, and you know, you asked about that drug on the war on drugs years ago. Well, yeah, you know, drug the, the war on drugs. Look, I'm gonna tell you. I think I told you guys about the the how the dare to do drugs. You guys know about the dare to do drugs for the kids' school. And you know, I was there when the fire department they came, you know, on uh, the playground and how the kids out dare to do drugs and and how the uh, you know how he lit the joint. He lit a joint. And told the children, <laughs> if you smell this in your home, <laughs> call 911. And I witnessed that. And I was with Cortez W. with third, second grade. They were going to 186th Street School. That's a blow up. Yes. Yes. No, because the war on drugs is not on It's not on the, the ones who's making the drugs. Because we all know that we're not flying like, like hey, just like uh, uh, Anderson says in the uh, DVD. We don't own no planes. We don't own no hospitals. We don't own no. We don't know, own no Learjets. So you know who ain't bringing it here. You know who ain't getting it here. And how is it getting it there? You know, how, how is it getting here? Of course, it's it's not it's not for us because see you know they I mean they'll never get the main man. See the drug the war on drugs is for the people that impoverished. You know the poor black. You know people living in the ghettos get caught up. You know what I'm saying go to jail and they put you away. Like like they're saying, all these prisons being built, yes, they were they they they're yeah the government is kind of more it's not proactive it is conactive because see proactive would be the prevention of not building jails for everybody to go to and also too limiting 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 our 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 facilities and our uh, social services works when it comes to mental health and you know limiting and cutting budgets where it is where you know in the Rehabilitation or the prevention or the intervention of these these, these things. Keeping in light too. Twenty eight states have been granted the option to carry concealed weapons. Well, you know that's not for us. That's for they can with the constituaries. It's not for us. You, you better believe. And then you know, hey, the Trayvon Martin case. I mean, where is it that you know a vigilante who's crazy? I mean, he's mental health dude. I mean, he had a record. I mean, where he can carry a gun. I mean, I thought that's what the bottom line is. Yes, it's not for you. It's 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 a it's a counter proactive way that they think that they're dealing with this. No, it and it's firing up that joint so we and letting the kids smell it and tell my car if you smell this in your home, <laughs> it's not for you. And then coming in telling you what you can do and how you can raise your kids, but they can shoot them on the street. Yeah, I brought that show out. It's the bottom line. It's yeah, you can't tell your children what to do. You can't reprimand your children nowadays without them coming down your back. You know, if you if you lay it down like how we got it, but I'm like, yeah, they're going to come down on your back. They want to talk about, they want to talk about capital punishment. That's not capital punishment. You know, rear your own children, however, is, you know, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of parents out here that may not be no good or abusive, but you have parents out here who are hard, 